Sometimes, life is yikes. And that's okay. You're not alone. Welcome, Welcome to, to Yikesland. Hi, guys, and welcome to Yikesland, episode 42. If uh, if you guys are watching us on YouTube, you may notice that we have some different surroundings. Yeah, yeah. We are on a fun adventure um, in this new location, so we're doing a little bit of a old school like podcasts before I started listening to podcasts before right. I even knew that podcasts were a thing. Um, old school. Yeah. So um, enjoy our old school vibes, doing what we can. Um, I'm happy to be here with you guys, regardless of the situation. I would do this on a moving train for you. That'd be I know awesome. that doesn't sound bad, but I mean, audio-wise, it would be terrible and it'd also be stressful. So that is why I chose that example. Um, I am your host, Chris Fung, along with my co-host. It's Jelani Hoon. Um, and we are so happy to be here with you guys in our old school vibes podcast situation. If you guys are just listening, I'll describe it for you. We're facing each other now, which is weird. Yes. It's more conversational. You have to look at me. <laughs> I don't want to. I won't oh make eye contact with Jelani the entire time. But we still have water in okay. mugs, which is good. Although I think Jelani secretly had Red Bull in his mug a lot mm. of the time in the past. Um, let you guys in on a little, <laughs> little yikes land secret. My secret is that I was always tired. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> we <laughs> are laughing. We are. <laughs> oh, um, this is a good life. But we would love to hear from you guys. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, on Instagram at yikesland underscore podcast, or email us because of the old school vibe thing at yikesland at gmail.com. Yes. We would love to hear from you guys. Yes, we would. Uh, we want to hear from you guys. We want to make sure that you guys are joining us here for... Every Tuesday, we want to see you guys in the world with us, not just because we want you guys listening to the podcast, but because we want you guys here in the world with us, you know, because uh, a world without you being here is a lesser world, and we want to make sure that everyone is here in Yikesland uh, supporting each other, being good to each other, and uh, that's what we want, and this is what we want for you guys here. So join us every Tuesday here in the world of Yikesland. So, Chris, how you doing? Oh. I what? got you. Um, yikes. Uh, I am doing well, I guess. Um, oh. Unclear. So, my new dog is great. Yeah, he is. Um, he is the light of my life. Um, we signed up for some classes to take together, or we're signing up next week, um, for obedience and for... Um, Intro to scent. Intro uh, to scent? Yes, which means that, like, I, I assume it means, because I haven't done it yet, that uh, you, like, teach them to follow a specific scent and find it somewhere else. So oh. we can, like, do tracking, basically. Um, so I'm excited because after he graduates, I'm going to stage. Are you familiar with the movie Gone Girl? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm familiar with it. I'm going to stage Gone Girl where I... <coughs> Get some people to help kidnap me, but it's a fake, and then he has to find me and be a hero. So is the dog Ben Affleck? It is, yeah. It's, it's, like, a dog. it's like Gone Girl, but for a dog. Like, okay, all high right. production value, but just for a dog. Oh, boy. Um, so those are my plans. Are you going to dye your hair? Yeah. Are you going to cut it and dye your hair? Go the whole nine yards? Oh, whole hog. very realistic. I like it. I like it a lot. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, great idea. Um, so that's going well. And um, I finished up my psych testing, like I've been telling you guys okay. about. And so um, the student has to write a report. Um, and then I assume it's going to get reviewed by her advisor, who is the person with a license. And then I will get a copy and my therapist will get a copy. Um, so I'll have some cool insights about myself to share with you guys. Mm. Um but I'm kind of sad because I like – it's weird when you tell someone in person so much about you and then you'll never see them again. Oh. So I'm like sad because I like formed this bond with her um, even if it was only – I mean she's a very nice person. But like 
even if it was partly only to tell her stuff for like the sake of the study, um, I'll still miss her, I guess. Mm. And I think that's a very human thing. Um, They've done a study where you sit and look into someone else's eyes and you answer really personal questions. You ask each other personal questions and you answer them to each other. And like a lot of the people from the study always uh, fall in love and get married. So like it's it was kind of like that thing where not that I'm in love with her and trying to get married to her, but like you just really get attached because you have told them a bunch of personal stuff to their face. Interesting. Um, so like I was like really sad when I was leaving, and I was like, I guess I'll never see you again. And she was like, Well, I might call you because I have I might have questions like follow up questions for the report. Mm. And in in inside, I didn't say this out loud, but I was like, Please call me anytime. I just like. Anytime. I just accidentally am attached now, um, and I'm like, be my friend, but like, oh. she can't because it's a study. So, oh. um, interesting. But yeah, I, I was really happy to be part of that. Um, it is. I always like being part of like studies and stuff like that, or like I guess it's not really a study, but um, like a experimental, like a practice, you know, because she's a student and stuff. Um, so. She's administered the test before, but um, it's always, like, you can tell um, a little bit off of people's faces, like, when they think that you're doing something interesting. Um, And so it's, like, cool to be part of somebody else's learning, but then I also get to learn from this, too. Um, So that's enjoyable. And I'm looking forward to sharing that stuff with you guys. I had to do, like, a Rorschach. I told you guys about the IQ test. Um, There was... A, like a survey um, that was more of a personality survey. There was um, kind of a self-reporting like ADHD inventory thing, which I um, I don't know if you would say failed or succeeded at. Um, I got a lot of questions that indicated, oh no, you have this. Mm. Um, and But we'll see. And uh, then I did some other tests that supposedly um test your there's some like creativity stuff some that are supposed to like show how you interact with the world and um another another adhd thing that was more um like about testing your subconscious and then uh a rorschach test stuff so a lot yeah yeah yeah. a lot a lot of different tests um, that show a lot of different things, so like a very broad battery of stuff. Um, but it was cool. I like I like personality tests. I don't know if I've mentioned that on here before. Um, so the personality test one was fun, but a lot of any type of testing is like what a thrill for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of the biggest thing that I've been doing the past couple of weeks. And then other than that, I am. Looking forward to Christmas. So, it is. Those are my hopes. It is dreams. what is described. What has been. What I've from the time I've known you, right? Which uh, is, I would like to think is is a very long time. But <laughs> uh, from the time I've known you, uh, I've any time that you have described Christmas and the things that you like with Christmas, it's the most extravagant thing in the world to you. Because you like Christmas shopping and Christmas stores, and I think you even described to me you going to like some crazy Christmas store and just being like totally enamored by everything yeah. and lights and crazy things. I mean, you just you love it. So holidays. Yeah, absolutely. I like decorating a lot. I like making my own decorations. Um, I like planning. I like colors and sparkles <laughs> uh in tradition so i don't know it just it's like a holiday that happens to have a lot of stuff that i'm into um and so i've always enjoyed i used to be like the host um in my family and everybody would come visit me mm-hmm. um and now it's a little bit more complicated because we have me living in the midwest my sister living on the east coast my parents living on the west coast so everybody's in a different place and it's kind of hard to get us all together, but it's still a time of year that I really look forward to. And sometimes there's snow. What a treasure. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that that is 
it genuinely is something that lifts my spirits is like looking forward to Christmas. So yeah. I've already like sent, I've already started buying presents and I even started mailing out presents, which was maybe a little too soon, but better early than never. Cause sometimes if I don't early, then I never. Nice. So that is my summary of how I am. How are you? <laughs> nice. Very good. Well, I mean, it sounds, sounds great. I'm glad that everything's going well. I'm, Really glad that you fell in love at the uh, testing site with uh, oh the person. Oh my god! <laughs> I hope she never sees this. I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> we are all weirdos. She knows in our I have the way. podcast, though. That's the thing. Oh, amazing! I'm very open I hope that, that she listens. That she like Google's it as part of like the and just sees this one episode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's amazing. She sees this and she no. sees that I talk about Conan too much, and she's like, "This girl has." problem <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad everything's going all right and i uh, hope the holidays come come good and the family comes visit i will hope that you tell me when papa fong comes around because i want to oh, talk yeah. to him so much when we bonded that one time we met before it yeah was amazing. so when julani and my father met they clicked instantly and then they were standing and talking forever so i walked away i came back and they were talking about <laughs> <laughs> what were you guys even <laughs> So just was like, there was so much it cross, was about like cr like cultural like, <laughs> breeding and asian the uh the, yeah the the it was about cultures coming together and like because i i'm, I'm a mixed uh yeah it was about background. Like, cultural sharing or something yes yes because well, that's a lot of so my dad um without getting into it too much one of the things that he does um as far as economics is like trade stuff so, like, he's always really interested in, like, but cultural trade and cultural exchange and, mm -hmm. like, fusion restaurants and stuff like that. Oh, so, nice. like, I turned around and he was like, oh, I fat, like, it was like he zeroed in on another mixed person and mm. was like, great, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions about this. Yeah. Because um, yeah. that's, that's his jam and yeah. stuff. Papa Fung is my jam. Yeah. yeah. So they, cool had, guy. they were they were really locked into it. Yes, we were. We were in a conversation. conversation. It was yeah. good. It was good. It's a good conversation. No, but uh, yeah, going back to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whew, what have I been doing for the past little bit? Uh, as you as you guys notice, because we're not in our original location, uh, we're in you know a different location, and that's because I moved, um, and uh, I'm helping out some family and things like that and doing some things to better my life and also trying to better their lives and it's kind of just like a it's like keeping plates spinning you know just trying to keep those all these different plates spinning on like this you know what i mean um so it's a balancing act right now of just uh trying to keep everything going without breaking anything sure. you know what i mean so um i feel pretty good you know i feel I want to say positive about things that can that can happen. I feel like the stress of the move and all this other stuff that I had to do was um, hard. You know, it was a very hard move, um, not physically but mentally. Just like yeah, trying yeah. to get everything up, putting your life in boxes and things like that. And it's just not what I want to do. But uh, yeah, it's I I I feel like I'm being Day by day, I'm getting a little bit more positive about what I need to do, you know, and I need to try and make sure that I get on the on the ball about it. But yeah, I, I think uh, for now, just being around the family for now and getting getting used to that again, um, because I've been away from them for so long, you know, it was I haven't been with the, like the actual family in under the same roof and i want to say like over 10 years you know so it's been like a long time but you know it's it's all right you know everyone's dealing with like their own personal things and their own like troubling things and it's kind of like slipping back into like the hot bath of just like oh boy it's a lot you know but uh yeah i i, I think everything is going right moving at us at a slow pace I hope that uh, now that everything's all settling, I can start making moves and figuring out what I need to do with my life and things that I need to correct and change or, you know, not necessarily correct, but course correct, you know, sure, like, what, yeah. where do I need to go with this? What do I need to do? You know, focus down, you know what I mean? So, um, positive things. So that's good. You know, not too bad. You know, but other than that, 
Um, I don't know if I've made many opportunities for fun, like like uh, I've wanted to. Um, I know you have, which is great. I applaud you for doing that. I'm, I'm really glad that you're hanging on to that. And uh, I hope we continue to do that. Um, yeah, uh, after being so busy with everything and just like, you know, transitioning, the transition has been just like kind of like hectic. But like now that it's all settling, I can hope to hop back into like what I want to do, what I want to like start you know, seeing and getting back to kind of just being my old self. You know what I mean? So it's good. You know? Well, I'm glad that you seem to be staying positive. I know it's a big adjustment happening. And moving is always hard, even if there's not even that much stuff to move. Um, I miss the old place. I do. Too far, but it's, it's just a big emotional difference. And even packing up your stuff. Um, is like weird because you kind of it forces you to take inventory of like oh my god this is all the stuff i have like this is all the stuff that a human being has in the world yeah. like these are my belongings yes. you know and it's almost like archaeological where you're like imagining somebody yeah. finding you after you're dead and all your stuff and like what does that stuff say about you yeah. so it, it's a weird it's a weird experience for sure are yeah. you a person that throws things away when they move, or do you keep everything? I threw away a lot of stuff. I did throw away a lot of things. And I'm not a person who likes too much clutter, but I have my things that I hold on to. Sure. I do. I do have a lot of things that I've held on to. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of mementos, a lot of, like, my nerdy shit and things yeah. like that. So, like, it's I, I've held on to a lot of things. But there was some stuff where I was like, I really don't need this. I don't need this. What am I going to do with this? And so kind of just like kind of expelled a little bit of that. So like that felt good to do as well. Um, but yeah, you know, just, just having the memories of the old place and thinking about it, you know, I think we. How long were you living there? A few years, a few years. So it was, it was still attached, a lot, like a lot of strong attachments to yeah. it, like of things um, because it was, you know, uh, kind of the next jump off point in like the long chunk of time. But it was still yeah. a chunk of time where you did stuff. Where And wherever you're living when big stuff is happening in your life yeah. too kind of you tend to like form really strong feelings about i think yeah. so i think that's yeah that's totally understandable yeah i think we all like attach ourselves to certain like places in our lives you know like when we start thinking back of like we have like really gr like strong memories of like places that like really stand out due to sometimes you even can remember kind of like the the look of the place still like fresh in your mind or you still kind of remember even the smell you know like or if you were to smell something that smells like it you're just like this reminds me of like this one place you know like because you have that kind of sensory memory that like of, of locations because you've attached to it you've bonded to it as well you know so um going back to where i was you know it's like it's been what a decade since i've been in the under the same roof with family under my or the old family house and it's just like man you feel smaller you know because i grew up there and it's just like it felt like so big before and now it just feels so small i don't know i don't know it feels weird so but yeah that's how it's been you know not too bad well i'm like i said before i'm glad you're staying positive and that you seem to be yeah, yeah, yeah. determined um i am determined kind of set about what you think you need to get out of the situation and give to the situation. Um, so I think you definitely don't, even though at times I'm sure you will feel lost, you don't seem lost. And I hope that you can hold on to that feeling and that sense of like, I'm doing this for a reason. Um, I'm going to make sure that the reason happens um, and that you can stay positive about it and that it's okay for you. I know it's a big change. Brave, yeah. proud of you. So Yeah. So that's good. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's good. Yeah. Uh, should we move over to topic or, do, or do you have like a little mini topic you want to get into or is anything like that? Um, we can talk about our topic cause I'm pretty excited about it. All right, it. let's do it. Let's do um, it. and also scared. <gasps> um, but our topic for the episode, we're going to be talking about the big 2020. <laughs> so I was going to call it the big 2-0, but that doesn't really make sense. You big 2-0-2-0. Yeah. Um, so Obviously, as you guys are painfully aware, um, the decade is ending, Oof. and that's super weird. Um, I don't, you know, they say a decade only comes around every 10 years. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> um, you're off the 
<laughs> All right, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> All right. Um, so I don't even remember 2010. I mean, granted, you guys know I have like memory issues, but <laughs> but 2010 seems like it was forever ago. It was. Um, it felt so long ago. Yeah. So we're just gonna be kind of talking about the decade in review and yeah. uh, the decade to come. Really scary. I think this is a topic that a lot of people, um, you've seen a lot of memes about this stuff, you know, that 2020 is happening and whatever. Um, but it's also, I think, a topic that people, including myself, inside want to avoid um, because it's like, it feels it feels big. Like, it's in a way kind of silly because it's just another year, you know. Yeah. 2018 to 2019 and 2019 to 2020 should be the same, but they aren't the same. Um and so I think, especially for me, um, and probably a lot of people living in Yikesland, like, don't even want to consider the fact that the years, you're like, oh, no, another year's happening. Why am I still struggling with blah, blah, blah? Mm. Um, so that can be hard. So that's why I said I'm excited and scared for this episode, because we're kind of going to be facing the thing that I don't yeah. necessarily want to face. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, for, for, yeah, for me, this decade specifically is going to be hard because a lot of this decade dealt with uh, some, some highs and some low lows, you know, um, because uh, 2010, uh, start of this decade, that's post- high school this is going off into the real world this is uh marriage this is the decimation this is uh reboot one reboot two reboot three um you know so it's a lot of like kind of just highest of highs and lowest of lows at points and uh it's a decade that looking back at it there's a lot of anger. There's also a lot of happiness, sadness, all of these emotions just mixed into it, which I think anybody would like. It's a normal thing to have with like someone's time on this earth. If you were to split their life up in the decades, you know, there's going to be a mix of emotions there. But, you know, a lot of people would hope that like, oh, kind of wish that all my time here was just happiness or this and that, you know. But, uh, yeah, I want to say that... Uh, a tough it's a tough decade for me to go back and review you know so it's one that i yeah also fear as well so yeah. looking back on and facing so. so i mean 2010 i was graduating high school so because i'm a, a small one um so basically this decade has been my entire adult life mm. you know um and thinking about like 10 years is a long time. It's a long time for everybody. Yeah. And I'm sure that everybody's life is significantly different, whether they realize it or not, whether it's their outer life or their inner life, mm. um, than it was before. But, like, in particular, the decade where you're either in high school or college or something like that um, is going to have a lot of big changes in it. Um, but for me, that's almost, like, the stuff that doesn't matter. So... Um, you guys may have seen the meme that was like floating around Twitter for a while, um, a couple weeks ago, um, that said 2020 is coming up and like, what have you accomplished this decade? And in my friend circles, people had really drastic responses to that, whether good or bad. Some people were like, hell yeah, I absolutely want to do this prompt. And a lot of other people were like, oh my God, I don't want to think about that. That makes me really depressed. Like, yeah. I don't want to be here right now. And I think both responses are valid. And I experienced both it, like within seconds of each other mm. when I saw that. But I did make myself sit down and write out at least broad strokes the things that I've accomplished in the last decade. And it kind of felt like cheating, like I was saying, because some of the things I accomplished were like went to college and got a degree or whatever, which isn't nothing like, cool, I didn't drop out, that was good. It was hard for me, but at the same time, that's not even the accomplishments that I value the most, I guess. Um, that just seems like that was par for the course at that time in my yeah. life. 
Um, but there's a lot of big stuff, especially mental health stuff that I sort of didn't realize I had accomplished even just surviving that, um, in the end made me really glad that I sat down and like did the prompt for myself because I kind of didn't realize how much had happened. And I think, um, you're saying similar stuff too, where a lot of big stuff happened for you and a lot of bad stuff happened for you, but also you survived all of that. Yeah. And so you can look at it like, Oh, look at me. I'm back to square one. Like this is sad. And like, look, I haven't accomplished anything because I'm like right back where I started. But I really don't see it that way because I think that it's all of the stuff, all the life experiences that you gained and all the stuff that you survived that really matters. Cause like, as you guys may know sometimes it's really hard to just get out of bed or just take a shower so surviving all that big life stuff is really like a fucking huge deal um and so i think that that's not square one at all i think that it's an incredible accomplishment so even though um it really in a way sucked to like do that prompt to myself Hmm. Um, it also kind of made me realize the stuff that I'm saying to you now, which is that even though if you ask me, like, what have you accomplished? I'll be like, ha ha ha, nothing. I'm so stupid and I don't do anything. Like, that's not really, that inner voice isn't even really true. Um, and I shouldn't listen to it. So I'm glad I made myself do the thing because I was like, now you objectively have written down some things that you can remember to be proud of next time you want to tell yourself, ha, 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 you're so stupid and you have nothing and nobody and, like, you haven't accomplished anything. Because that's really, like, my inner monologue does that all the time. And it's not true and it's also mean. Nobody should talk to themselves or anybody else like that. Mm. Um, but it's it's nice to have it written down so that I can, like, shove it in my own face, I guess, when I try to be mean to myself. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, looking back at this year yeah like going through and just realizing like yeah i survived all of this and i'm still here is a positive thing you know um i know everyone like i've seen some people in in friend circles uh when that prompt came up of like oh looking back and like reviewing your decade and things like that and people were were just talking about it and there were a lot of people i did see who were very just like i feel like i didn't do anything or i feel like there's some people really got sad about it or really uh depressed about it and um i think it's it's worth looking at that you're still here you know it's it's something that you may have gone through this decade and there may have been the lowest of the lows like mine um darkest of the darks and uh you may have had all of that happen but you're still here and you're still able to make moves and you're still able to do what you need to do to make your next decade of your life um, one that you can be happy with, you know, one that you can look back on and understand that, like, you didn't just survive, you lived, you know. So that's something to think about, you know. Um, Look, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I know that you guys are still out there thinking, okay, but they did stuff, but I didn't do stuff. You're like, no, I'm the exception. I didn't accomplish anything. Mm -hmm. What they're saying applies to everyone except for me. And I know you're thinking that because that's what I would be thinking. Um, I had a friend who refused to do the prompt, and they said it made them really sad, like you were saying. Um, And they said, "I I haven't done anything. And it was in a group chat and the rest of us all chimed in easily because we could instantly think of a bunch of things that they had accomplished even within the last couple of years um, because we haven't known this person for all 10 years. So even within the last couple of years, we instantly chimed in with a bunch of stuff that they had accomplished Mm -hmm. that was so obvious to us and wasn't obvious to them because like to them it was just their life and it's what they had to do to survive. But... um, I think a lot of times it's easier for other people and the people that care about you to see that stuff about you. Mm-hmm. So I know you're still out there thinking, no, except for me, I didn't do anything. But exactly. it's not and true. It's, and that's kind of just our, that's our depression brain working. That's It's working its magic on us. Like yeah. you didn't do anything. No, you did something. You know, you did, you, you, you got through this decade. You, you survived it. You, you did what you did and it may not seem a lot to you. And it's just like, when we're talking about helping other people like we 
as people who have depression, you know, for me at least, I mean, I, I think I, I think I can speak for a majority of people. Like, it's so much easier to help someone else than it is to look back and help on yourself, right? Giving yourself help. Um, it's very difficult to do that. And it's the same thing as like when people look back at their lives, like I didn't accomplish anything, but then like you just said right there, it's like it's so easy to chime in for like because you've seen other people's lives and you who you've connected to, and just like hey, no, actually you've done this, you did this, because you're you, you know you're able to pull those good things out about other people. Because you know I think I'd like to believe that like most people in our world are very hopeful, very and are good, and we can see the good in other people. You know a lot of times. So you know. Um, but when we look back at our lives, it's very difficult, very hard. Like for me, like right now, when I'm looking, I'm thinking about it. It's like, what happened in the past? Oh, oh, oh no. Ah, I just want to slam the door on it. You know, I was like, no, but actually there's, there was a lot of good in, in it. You know, there was, you know, even in the past couple of years, there was starting this, there was starting this podcast with you, you know, that was really great. And starting the, the actual podcast, you know, whole network thing and having that time with my friends and doing great things at conventions and stuff like that. There's stuff like that that I can think of. You know, but right off the bat, you don't go to there. You go to the dark places, yeah, you know. So um, I want to hope that everyone out there is thinking about, you know, and trying to really think about the good things that they have, you know, had in the past decade, you know, because it's so easy for us to drown ourselves in sorrow and depression and darkness because it's where we are in our minds, kind of. So, you know. Yeah, I think a lot of things that um, you were mentioning that a lot of people who live in Yikesland are really caring, but they're for some reason unable to care like for or about themselves. And yeah. I think that's really true. And one of the things that I had listed in my uh, tenure accomplishments was that I loved and cared for four, now five, including Rocky, dogs. And like that doesn't seem like an accomplishment. I guess if you think about like at first when you think about accomplishments you're like what stuff can I put on a resume and like that's not what your life accomplishments are you know that's not the list of things that you're being judged on when you try to get into the good place uh, this is not uh, the good place we've brought uh, it all the way back around <laughs> no but like that's that's not the stuff that's not all the stuff that matters and like putting that good out into the world where um, and like for me I rescue dogs but even just loving pets loving a cat, loving a fish, taking care of it, that's good stuff. Um, being a good sibling or a caring child or even a caring stranger to somebody, all that stuff really counts. And that's a lot of stuff that we also don't think about um, when we're kind of, quote, unquote, evaluating ourselves and our accomplishments. Um, but that was something that, like, upon reflection, I realized I should list as an accomplishment because that's a lot of, love to put out in the world mm -hmm. um you know like being there for a friend helping them through a hard time like being that type of person all of that stuff is accomplishments because you put more good into the world um and it's a lot of those things too that we forget to really count on like our tally mark of whether or not we think we're doing a good job yeah yeah i yeah, going and doing these reviews, it's always hard for people. Like, it's it's difficult for us to take a deep dive and look at ourselves like that. Because like you said, we're, we're, uh, we're almost on, it's almost impossible for us to really, like, help ourselves um, and take a good look at ourselves at first glance and not immediately go to, like, the dark place, you know, uh, the bad place, if you will. Uh, but um, I think, like, I, I think everyone can... I think everyone is able to who is here right now and if you're listening out there like there there are positive things there there are things you can you can hold on to and understand that like you being here means the world you know to you know the people who are around you the people you've connected to and uh you know though this decade even if you think it's the worst thing in the world and you've accomplished nothing you know um even if you think that, and if you're stuck in that, you know, I, I want to say that, like, you you aren't nothing. You aren't, you know, worthless. You are something to somebody, you know, you're something to us. who You're joining us here in the X-Land. And that if you are putting a stake in the ground of just, like, no, this past year was horrible and everything was 
blah 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 blah. You know, if you want to put that, if you want to die in that hill, um, I understand. But then let's figure out a way for this next decade. Then let's figure out a way for us to move forward together in support of each other, um, being able to talk to each other, being able to create a good decade. You know, a good place, if you will. Um. Don't sue us. Don't uh, sue us. Thursdays on NBC. Thursday um, and that's NBC. Conan, we're coming for you. So, but yeah, I think um, even if all you did was stay alive, like for me, writing down my accomplishments, they did include stuff like graduated from college, like hmm. got a job, now I'm in charge of a bunch of people, which is weird to me still. Um, you know, I'm like able to support myself and pay my own bills. And that's all cool, and that is stuff that you would put on a resume. But at the same time, the thing that I'm most proud of is, like, literally just didn't kill myself. Like, that's the big one. Did not kill myself, made it this far, you know? And that, I say it, like, laughing and smiling, but it is a really, it's easier some days than others, especially now. But, like, that's that was always hard, and it may always be hard. I don't know how long like this journey is and if it's yeah. forever like cool i'm signed up for it like i'm gonna fight this one forever that's gonna be my big accomplishment but um i it is really hard like that's an accomplishment too i i listed you know survived my eating disorder um like other various other various fun traumas sprinkled about in my life yeah. you know um survived all of that stuff and i'm still here and i still choose to be here and i try to be here every day even though sometimes it is insanely difficult and i think so if you guys are out there sitting and thinking i literally didn't do anything for the past 10 years i've been in this dark room doing absolutely nothing and barely surviving like guess what you're still here like mm. That's, that's a huge accomplishment. And to me, that is on my list, my biggest accomplishment, um, because I know exactly how hard it is. Yeah. Um, so I think that's fantastic. And obviously, I hope more for everybody. Like, I hope the world for you guys. And I am not saying, okay, good, stop trying now, you know. <laughs> but I think that if we take a moment, I think that we do deserve to take a moment and to celebrate how difficult it is for a lot of us in Yikeland to literally just be here and like to really drive home that that truly is an accomplishment. Like yeah. That truly is an awesome thing is like you guys are still here with us on just another Tuesday. That's why we always tell you, hey, you made it to another Tuesday. We're so glad you're here with us because we like we genuinely mean that. That's genuinely um, an amazing feat. A lot of the time yeah. it can feel like climbing a mountain. Um, and so I think that that's great. And if that's your decade accomplishment, that is an awesome decade accomplishment. Yeah, it is. You know, it really is. And hopefully, like, moving forward, like, we can move forward together, hand in hand in Yikesland, you know, looking forward <laughs> is to... Is Yikesland the musical? Like, exactly. Like, we're all holding hands exactly. and dancing. Just like everyone's holding hands across, <laughs> you know, the world. And uh, I think we're, we'll take steps together. And, uh, you know, you being here with us... Um, coping with us, um, understanding with us, and just being here and supporting with us in Yikesland is means a lot, and it means a lot to somebody out there, and it means a lot to someone who is supporting you as well for you to be here. So um, it may seem dark, and you may immediately go to the dark place right away, but like if you take a couple breaths and really think about it, there are there's some light there. There's always light there, you know. So, um, looking forward to, you know, the new decade. I mean, what are you looking forward to? Um, I have not done my um, specific resolutions or anything like mm -hmm. that. Um, because I like to do them at the last minute. Exactly. Like, literally. The last possible on minute. the first of the next year, I'm like, oops, didn't do resolutions. And then I yeah. usually do that. And if you think we're not going to be doing some sort of resolution thing on this podcast, we did it last year. I'm going to do it again this year. Um, but I think following up on some of the stuff that I would, I guess my resolutions for next year and for the next decade kind of follow up on what I see as my really great accomplishments of the past decade. Okay. Um, 
I think that's for me a good place to build off of because okay. it's like it tells me what stuff I'm the proudest of and then it tells me do more of stuff that you're the proudest of <laughs> um so one of the accomplishments that I had said was going to therapy and going back okay. to therapy because going back was really hard you guys heard me talk for many episodes about how I was gonna go back to therapy and then I finally did it so I would like to keep going to therapy I think good. that's been helping me a lot um even just having someone to talk to but uh, we're starting to lay out like specific things that we want to work on and specific skills um, that I would like to gain. And so that's good. Um, I have a couple like mental health books that I would like to read mm. as well. Um, I used to be really good at reading, like wildly good at reading as a child and when I was in school, but I don't really make time for reading anymore. Mm. Um, like to the point where I joke that I'm illiterate now um, oh. because that's how little I. Like I read long, um, long reads online and stuff like that, um, but I like don't return to books very well anymore. And that's something that I would like to, um, like you said earlier, course correct. I guess, um, and I like that term a lot because it doesn't blame um, yourself for the way that you have the direction that you have been moving and the mm -hmm. way that you have been, um, which is great because I think first of all why like when you're living in yikes land yes as you know you tend to be like everything about me is bad or whatever mm -hmm. so like why add blame to that uh, but i also genuinely don't think that i think we're all doing the best that we can and doing things the way that we um need to to survive and so the fact that i haven't been reading very well is probably just because i'm literally insanely busy and I didn't have space for that. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, so it's fine. So I, I just, I really like that you use the term course correct. And I'd like to use that too, yeah. because it's really, it's about moving forward in a different direction that you think is better for you now, but it doesn't say anything bad about the way that you were doing things in the past. Yeah. I mean, okay. yeah, I, I don't, I don't believe that the road we all travel is really just, you know, all our fault and like we don't want to we don't want to we don't want to throw more blame on ourselves than we already do you know um and i like using the the phrase course correct because like to me when when i envision us traversing yikes land and the way that we traverse our mental health it's like walking you know in a place you don't know about without a compass you know you're kind of just walking and eventually you're going to come to a spot where it's like you know what i need to i should probably go this way instead so you're always correcting you know your course you're always changing and you're always moving and life is that way you know it's a tangled web of you know going in different directions but like eventually you'll settle on one that it uh, feels right you know you're kind of just going off feeling you know and going on that so um yeah i mean i hope hope this next decade and everything that uh we i look forward to is gonna come to fruition i hope that like everything that i am trying to course correct in my life or uh is gonna come you know with ease you know I, I like to stay hopeful on that you know uh i want to believe everything's going to be good and uh eventually hopefully get to a place where uh hopefully in this next decade kind of just like get to a culpable a culpable level of my with my depression you know um but i think uh i'm staying hopeful i'm staying open and ready for whatever this new decade brings so hopefully Hopefully everything goes good. So staying hopeful is the key. Good. So like that. It's, the key. Yeah. it's key. Staying hopeful inside. You know, guys. You know <laughs> what I mean. Uh, but yeah, there's there's all that. I want to make more time for opportunities for fun. Opportunities you know? for fun. Opportunities for fun is the most important thing, guys. I I will I will continue to stress this on this show. When I realized it, what forty episodes in. Yeah. It took us. It took me forty episodes to realize I was doing things, but I wasn't having fun doing yeah. them. I need to start having fun, guys. So, like, uh, more opportunities and just not, not allowing yourself to always be overtaken by this depression. You know, oh, like, you know, we all live in it twenty four seven. You know, three sixty five, all the time. You know, we're here. We're in our darkness. We want to fall back into it all the time. And I think 
giving ourselves those opportunities is kind of like a, a reprieve. It's giving you that moment to take a breath, you know, in our lives. You know, it's, it's a moment where nothing else is happening, you know, whether you're meeting with some friends, whether you're just going and playing some games or you're watching a movie or something like that. It's a moment and it's a moment where you're not thinking about this darkness that's in your head, you know, that you're living with, you know, so please, I implore everybody make opportunities for fun. So, you know, I think part of it may be at least for me that I'm afraid to be doing too well because I don't want to deny person that I was before who literally was sitting in the dark room not moving and like couldn't and I don't want to like delegitimize her mm-hmm. somehow yeah. um, like that me is still very real almost like a real separate person to me mm-hmm. and I sort of like don't want to leave her alone or like tell her that she didn't um, wasn't justified in feeling that way mm-hmm. and it's not true that like if i'm doing well that that means that i never should have felt that way like that doesn't actually make sense but like i think a thing that's happening in my head is that i'm almost afraid of opportunities for fun or i'm afraid to be too functional or i'm afraid to like let the gap between who i was then and who i am now widen too much because i don't it's almost like i don't want to forget where i came from like i am afraid of acting like i am too good for um, having been that person, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. And that's not really, like, that's just a, a trick that my mind is playing on me to tell me, like, hey, 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 but you shouldn't get too fun, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think I, I think it can be hard to, to like, let yourself, um, yeah. like, grow in a good direction because you kind of feel like you deserve to always feel like you're in the darkness because you once were. And that isn't logical, but um, yeah, but, but I think that's yeah, like that's it, yeah, it's, it it's makes... like how you say it feels like a blanket or um, like the representation of the depression kitty that yeah. we talked about. Yes, um, yes. And um, that it's so comfortable to be mm. that way yeah. that it feels frightening and exposed to move in any other direction. Yeah, it, um, uh, I. Totally understand, guys, and that's the thing. Where and this this is why I'm imploring people to try and make the opportunities, really try because, like, one of the things with that, you know, with the, it feels so comfortable for us to stay where we are because we're afraid of creating that distance from where we came from. You know, like you said, um, but like the key thing is, and the key word in that statement is came from. You know, because if you never leave the place that you are staying in, you've never gone anywhere, right? And I think one of the key things that, like, when we're talking about this whole decade in review is whether or not we actually went somewhere, where we actually did something, where we actually not accomplished something, but whether or not we felt like we did something other than just stay in one spot and felt stuck, you know what I mean? And so I think... That while it's scary, and I think it can be scary to like pull ourselves slowly, and that's why I was like, no, don't just overload yourself with fun. Don't go crazy and just like create a Willy Wonka world for you or something like that. No, like or do or do. I don't know, but maybe that's the cure. I don't know, (laughs) but uh, I think like you are allowed to feel the entire spectrum of emotions. You're allowed to be angry. You know, I'm angry about certain things. I look at. I went back and look at my past decade, and there are moments where completely angry. I, I'm still, I still have anger towards some, some, some stuff. But then you're also allowed to feel sad about it. You're sad about the things that, you know, happened to you and the things that, you know, you went through and you survived and you scraped by and you felt sad that maybe perhaps, you know, you, the way that you think about it. And, but you're also allowed to feel happy as well. You know, you're allowed to make yourself happy. You're allowed to feel joy and laughter and all those other emotions, everything that, you know, you can feel because you're, you know, the whole spectrum of emotions, you can feel them all. You know, everyone is, everyone can feel them all and everyone is allowed to feel them all. And I think that if we don't try to make ourselves feel all the spectrums of emotions, we will have never gone anywhere. We will have never felt like we really explored ourselves, you know, 
because it's almost like it's almost as if like all this wide spectrum of emotions we have it's like this whole world this is the land of chris it's the land of jelani and like if we've never went to that place it's like what's that shiny place over there is that happinessville i don't know if i've ever been there it looks weird i don't know and it's like if we never opened ourselves to it we never allowed ourselves to go to these places you never know and 10 years from 10 years from now in the next decade we look back at our lives and we may feel regret towards something never moving never moving out of that one spot that we feel so far away from you know like you know where we felt so comfortable from and i think that we all feel that we're afraid to forget where we came from you know like i the decimation and everything that happened with me and the years of depression that i had with when I was a teenager i don't think it ever really goes away as as you know as you get to living a culpable life as you get to a spot where you can feel like you know i'm coping with my depression i'm able to live a sustainable like emotional level with how i'm living my life and it's much different from when i was before but i think that it's always going to be a part of you because it affected the way you are if that if you hadn't gone through that you wouldn't be the person you are at that point it wouldn't have led you to that point so i think it's always with you no matter what and i think that like as much as you think that like you're leaving that separate person that separate chris behind i think it's i think she's always there she you know she's you she's she you know affected you in a way where it led you to this point because if you had never gone through the great depression if you had never gone through all the things that you accomplished and you got through and you lived in your life and you're living to this point right now i don't think that you would be the same chris right you'd be yeah you could be you could be asking me, oh, I, feeling my elbows and just like, you know, or, you know, are you eating enough and this and that or something like that. You could be that Chris or you could be a total different Chris. You know, you could yeah. be living someplace else, somewhere else and living a totally different life. But because of all the things that you had went through and you survived in Yikes Land so far, it's affected you and it's changed you. And it's always a part of you, even if you don't think about it. Just like when, 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 when your friend and your friend group thought about like this past decade i didn't do anything i don't want to think about it. i don't want to do it and then you were able to you and your friends were able to like come up with a bunch of things they accomplished it's the same thing it's the inverse it's the inverse of you think that you're leaving them behind you think that they're not a part of you you think that they didn't affect you but actually they did you just you right away go to the point of just like i left them behind because you're going immediately to the dark place we want you to get to the good place no that's a good point and i think you mentioned regret, and regret is a really tricky emotion. It's a very um, tricky emotion. Because you don't want to, it can feel really paralyzing to live in fear of regret. Um, and then uh, almost makes you terrified to make any decisions or um, like cheaty in the good place. Uh, <laughs> no, but it makes it so hard for you to decide like what's the right thing to do because I might always regret everything, you yeah. know? And I could even look back on my life and say, oh, I regret all this time that I wasted lying in bed. Why wasn't I doing something? I could be further along in my career or I could be, I could have been making art or I don't know, you know what I mean? A million things. Yeah. Um, but that's not like, that's not a productive thing. Um, that's not a productive way to use the concept of regret. Mm. And, um, and it can make you worse in the now if you're just afraid, like cheaty in the good place of doing mm. anything. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that uh, one thing that really helped me is the concept of the butterfly effect mm. or the movie sliding doors, you know. Where, or the movie butterfly effect. <laughs> <laughs> um, where you, everything that you're doing all the time is affecting Something. everything forever yeah. in some small ways, you know. And I always, I think of that and I think of it in its most extreme form in order to like, remind myself how ridiculous it is to be um, like petrified about regret. And obviously like, I'm not saying don't think any of your decisions through, go wild with it. Mm -hmm. But like, much like how when I, I've mentioned before that a way that I um, confront negative thoughts about my body is sometimes I'll like look at something I don't like. Like I'll like look at a stretch mark and be like, oh no, you have stretch marks. And then my second thing will be, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were a hideous monster now. Mm. And kind of the hyperbole of like taking that thing to its logical extreme 
helps remind me, okay, well, that doesn't make any sense. No, of course, they're not a hideous monster for having stretch marks. They're perfectly normal. And then it kind of like corrects me back. And so with regret, I like to do that with the with thinking about the butterfly effect is that in order to take it, like if I take it to its logical extreme, then I'm like, okay, I see how I can't be terrified of every decision I ever make because then I'll do literally nothing and I'll be trapped here. Yeah. And like that in its own way is going to butterfly effect. So, um, so that is something that kind of helps me when I am afraid of regretting stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think for some people, like, fear of regret really does spur them to be better. Hmm. But it doesn't work that way for me because I think maybe since everything is so negative in my brain already, like, that's just, like, one too many negative things. Um, so if anybody out there also feels the way I do about regret, that's something that helps me is, like, hmm. being, like, you really can't worry about this too much. Hmm. Like, you got to find a way to make whatever decision you think is right based on the information that you have, whatever kind of path that you think is a good path for you based on how you feel now, because that's all you have um, and move on from there. But I hope that we all, um, I'm, I'm grateful that we're all here moving into 2020 together. Yeah. Um, I think I will, I will take some time to sit down and do my resolutions before 2020 happens. Oh, so I'm going to be a different guy in 2020. Oh. Um, a guy who does resolutions on time. And that's my big resolution. No, it's not. But, um, but I, I think that can be a fun exercise um, to do. But I'm also really grateful that I did the past 10 years exercise as much as I hated doing it. Because um, I think it kind of showed me a lot, and it also showed me what things I should focus on based on what things I'm the most proud of. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's great. Well, I mean, we'll see how it goes. What, what was you guys, how do you guys feel about the decade, you know, this past decade, and everything you guys did in Yikestan with us while we were here and before, you know? Because you were always, you, we were always in Yikesland. Just took us to start this podcast to realize we were there. <laughs> so, why don't you bring us home? Well, um, like we said, we are so happy that you guys are here with us in our new um, homeless location. Uh, now you never know where we might pop up. Yeah. We might be on the street. We might be in a cafe. We, we might, might be on a train. You can't control us. Yikesland is everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Um, but we appreciate you guys bearing with us through our transition and also like our life transitions that yes, are happening. Yes. Um, we really look forward to doing this podcast every week um, and look forward to thinking about you guys trying to um, make sure that we communicate with you in a way that hopefully is helpful to somebody out mm. there, but at the very least is just honest yeah. and um this is one of the things that I am the most proud of about this decade. So that was one of mine as well yeah, um, yeah, yeah. with starting this podcast with Jelani. Um, I'm glad that uh, one fateful conversation about podcasts brought us together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then Jelani said, great. no, really, we should do it. No, seriously, you should think about it. We should do it. Are and you then, sure you don't want to do it? And I wore you it? down. And then I was like, okay, fine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I appreciate how... Uh, much work you put into needling me because it has brought me this um, and this great community. We love hearing from you guys all the yes. time. Um, yes. And I am really happy that we have you guys to move into 2020 with yeah. together. Oh, yeah. Yes. Looking forward to it. And I can't wait to get back on track with everything. That's going to be good. Um, and then we'll see. We'll keep you guys updated. Keep, make sure to keep an eye on our Instagram page. Yikesland underscore podcast, uh, so that way we can uh, keep you guys updated on things that's going to be happening, because I know the holidays are going to get weird, and so we'll let you guys know about the schedule and everything like that, but then uh, starting back in the new year, hopefully we'll come back strong, and uh, man, it's already been, we, we started this podcast back uh, at the end of uh, 2018, and because uh, I remember we did the whole Christmas thing and the yeah. whole Halloween stuff before that and everything, too. So we started this back then. We passed. Now we're about to pass another holiday season again. Um, 
this has been really good. This is yeah, it's one of my favorite things I, I, we we've accomplished, and uh, I'm really glad we started this together. So, yeah. um, looking forward to much more uh, to happen in a new decade with uh, Yikes Land. So, thanks for being here. Thanks for being here, guys. Oh well, this is your host Jelani Hoon along with I'm Chris Fung. <laughs> I'll see you guys next week. I forgot about that. See you guys. Bye guys. Bye. You are not alone. Help is available at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255.